Hey guys, welcome on board the bus today. We are in sunny Santa Monica. Excited to be here. It's hot. It's a beautiful day. And I'm here with the lovely Miss Jennifer. Look right. amazing as always. Thank Say hello you. to everyone. Thank you. Hello. Lots of traffic getting here, but happy to be here. Okay. Attitude is everything. Let's pull it together now. So, Jennifer, who is our guest today? I need three clues. First clue is he's an L.A. native. Okay, Jen, that doesn't really narrow it down a lot for me. Uh, could you give me something a little bit more that, you know, hones it in? Second clue, he's also a two-time NBA All-Star. Okay, now you're talking my language. I like where this is going. LA native, NBA All-Star two-time. What's the third thing? He's known as the Black Santa. Oh, okay, I think I know who this is. I'm excited, this should be a great guest if it is who I think it is. Here we, are. Here we are, Baron Davis, BD, the man, the myth, the legend in your backyard right now. How far was your high school from here? Uh, maybe like four blocks away. Okay. I used to play flag football right here. Really? Yeah, they kicked me off the team. <laughs> Why did they kick you off? Uh, one, I was scoring too much. <laughs> in flag and, football? Yeah, and it's too friendly, and I was playing real football, and so... <laughs> You know, me and the coach weren't really getting along. Yeah, I yeah. was like, man, it's just, I couldn't commit to, you know, practice at school, but then also I had, you know, real football practice, and so. So you were doing both? Yeah. So you were just coming yeah, over here and running I kids knew, over? Yeah, and I knew <laughs> at Crossroads in high school, I was never going to be able to play tackle football again. Okay. So I had to quit. Okay. Kind of, we kind of like. You're like, I'm just, I'm just going to yeah. cut it right now, yeah, pull I the Band-Aid off. You know, I need the helmets, the shoulder pads, and all that. Just, <laughs> So is this like traumatic for you to come out here, or or is this like a... That brings back good memories. Good memories. Okay, not bad memories. nine touchdowns a game. Dude, that was unstoppable. Yeah, they were like, hey, man, like passing somebody else. I was like, dude, I'm throwing the ball. Oh, you were throwing it. Okay. I mean, they weren't catching it, Yeah, yeah. I just take off and run it. Why is that what I figured? So you had flag football. What was the other thing? You are doing soccer? Yeah, we played a little soccer. Yeah, this was actually like one of our PE campuses. The school we went to, we didn't have a campus, so okay. we had to go to like different parks and things. Like okay. That. So this was one of, this was one of the spots. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's crazy. So how did you end up at Crossroads? Like, um, because you lived out of the area? Because yeah, it's a private from, school, right? Yeah, I was from South Central. And, okay. Um, the school, my elementary school nurse was really good friends with my grandma, and they always talked about just you know, wanted me to get out the neighborhood and, and get bus somewhere, anywhere. You know, everybody, I think my sister was aware of that just because the environment of, you know, just the, the middle schools in, in my neighborhood, that's when, you know, a lot of action and stuff started happening. Yeah, yeah. And um, my AAU coach at the time, you know, he was like my big brother mentor, and he worked uh, for K-Swiss. Mm-hmm. And they had sponsored like four, I think four high school teams. Okay. Uh, three Catholic schools and a private school, uh, which was Crossroads. And he saw, he went to a game and he saw like one of the players and it was a small point guard. Uh, mm. His name was Trayvon Dugard. And he was, uh, I want to say five, 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 six at the most. Okay. And he was out there starting and playing varsity. And so my AU coach, kind of big brother was like, man, dude, you know, like Baron's not going to grow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this yeah. could be a cool situation for him. Were you short at that point? Like, yeah, you, they thought tiny. you were going to be a little guy. I was tiny. Okay, okay. I was 5'3 in ninth grade. Five, okay. 5'5 five, five in 10th grade. Oh, you hit it late. Yeah, yeah Super yeah. late. So I was 
I was a late. I was See, that's what they said was going to happen to me. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we checked you. They literally did the x-ray, and they're like, you're going to be 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, I'm like, cool. That late thing never never worked out. So I'm glad <laughs> it worked out for you, man. Yeah, I, but nobody ever told me I was, you know, going to be tall or anything. I, yeah. And I believed it. I didn't think I was going to be, you know, that tall um, or this tall. Yeah. And, you know, the school was just like, it was it was good. It was diverse. And my grandma, we went and visited, and my grandma was like, oh, that's exactly what you need. I didn't really think so, but, mm -hmm. you know, uh, just kind of trusting in her and yeah. trusting in my coach, you know, it, it was just the perfect opportunity, you know, it seemed like the perfect opportunity for me. That's dope. So, was your grandma, like, who raised yeah, you? Yeah, so my you grandma were, raised okay. me. My grandma and grandfather raised me. Grandfather passed away uh, my, going to my eighth grade year. Wow. School, yeah. So you guys are super close. Yeah, super close. You and Grams, yeah. Close, yeah. That's crazy. So she was, like, the mentor. And it sounds like some people saw potential in you as an athlete and like we want to get him on the AAU team we want to get these older better players uh, maybe not better but older players that can take them under their wing or it was all you it wasn't like, like your own self-drive I guess no nah, it wasn't like you know because I was already playing AAU okay like AAU happened just by like happenstance yeah I was yeah, at yeah. the Inglewood Y and I got invited to play in like a, a game like the next weekend when the championships was over and you know, I was just like, yeah, you know, and I showed up and then one of the refs was like an AAU coach and he was like, hey, can you come to practice? And I showed up at practice with no practice. And just so happened my AAU coach Thad, the guy who got me in the crossroads, mm -hmm. had went up to the gym to handle some business. I was just sitting there by myself. <laughs> and so I, I love this guy already. I didn't have a ride home. So he took me home. And then when he took me home from you know uh inglewood to south central we talked and he met my grandmother and then that's how i got on the aau team because he was like damn dude this kid could use a break yeah 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 uh and then like just playing on the aau team was just really like that was the only team i was on so it wasn't mm -hmm. like how aau is now yeah you know it was more well you're bouncing around yeah, yeah. More, where's the hype pop. and you really there were only like maybe 12 aau teams and all of that you know like 12 really good teams yeah know, 12 good teams or but everybody had teams but it wasn't like you know 150 teams and things like that there were more leagues and more like tournament tournaments and they were uh localized and you know just a little bit more organized and structured. Yeah. yeah yeah so do you think like so obviously i've always been the little guy underdog like it definitely shaped who i am today as a person outside of basketball and all that that kind of stuff but being smaller made you work harder at a younger age and maybe kind of gave you an advantage later on if you had been I mean it's it's easy to look back like oh, I don't know what would happen but if you had got that height early maybe you just would have rode the coattails of it not put in the work no, or do you think you always it. had that mindset yeah, of I think I think I, my, my me being a, I, I would say my underdog is not like you know being small having a little man complex like I never really had yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really had that I may or may not have that I, I had uh, <laughs> I had a I had a I had a fear I had a fear of you know a fear of not being able to survive hmm you know what I mean so like I'm like an underdog in life yeah so I have to catch up you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. so there's a bigger fight there's a bit you know so everything that I attack is almost like it comes from something deeper than just what it is you know what it is basketball was my outlet mm -hmm. that was the thing that saved my life and changed my life you know what I mean but yeah yeah I still have a lot more to like make up because it's allowed me to see so much help so many people you know what I mean even learn and be able to help myself yeah and allow myself to be helped so there's there's still a bigger kind of 
game and a game of yeah. life where I'm an underdog and I'm trying to like, that's kind of like where my driving mentality Yeah. Is. No, that's amazing. So how how is your grandma still around? No, or how far did she see you get to go in this cool journey that you've been on? My grandma passed away the week after I got traded from the Clippers. Okay. Okay, but she got the to Clippers. see the yeah, college so saw, and got yeah, to see that. She saw a lot. She saw a lot. She wasn't a huge basketball fan. Really? Uh, she wasn't a basketball fan at all. At all. So okay, yeah. Really she, she, was a, she was a Baron fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, really that's what he likes? You could have been like, drawing? Yeah. yeah. she would have been there. I don't really think she watched a game when she went to the game she was hardly ever paying attention it was just more about you know it was just really more about me and our relationship and our connection and yeah that's what made the thing so special it was like i remember her going to a warrior game and you know they sent her you know yeah she got her. taken care of so yeah. Dope. yeah 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 sent her at half court and I remember, you know, we were up at halftime. I was like, man, we got to, I, I got to play hard. We got to blow this team. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I can, like, she hasn't come to too many of these games. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, you know, it's halftime. I think we have like 15 or something. She's over there like feeding me popcorn. Like ask me if I want popcorn. During the game, she's not. Oh, it's going on. Like, like, yeah, she's so like, come here, here. come here. Here, you yeah. want some cookie? I'm like, yeah. no, nah, I got I'm playing, grandma. Make sure you're nice yeah. to everyone. She's like, like, you want yeah. some popcorn? Here, give him some popcorn. Don't I was embarrass like, no, me. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> she was really giving you the popcorn. No, she was really offering me popcorn yeah. at halftime. Oh, she yeah. sounds like a sweet lady. And then I think like Matt Barnes or Steven Jackson actually like dipped their hand in. They, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. Of course you did, yeah, Matt Barnes. Me feel bad. Like I'm trying to be all professional. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny, man. Well, you have a lot of cool stuff going on. Like some of the shows, actually reminds me two things. I got to put on my uh, interview shirt. Um, dude, so you got a lot of stuff going on right now. You got the TV shows, the production company. Mm -hmm. Oh, shout out, I forgot. Black Santa yes, in the building. Do I need here. to call you? Are you the uh, Black Santa? Because no, 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 no. people always ask me, I'm like, I don't know, man. No, just a Black shirt, Santa Baron Davis, check Santa. it out. It's like, you know, Black Santa is Black Santa. It's just, yeah. I mean, some people you see, you know, on a park bench and, you know, people with, you know, you see an older white dude with a yeah. big white beard, you call him Santa Claus. Yeah, look who it is. Hilarious. You want to pull up on this guy real quick? Um, wait, so, well, yeah, what inspired you and gave you the idea to do this? And what are you trying to do with it? It's more than just a clothing line. It's like yeah, helping it's a people. And, it's a okay. movement. You know, for me, it's, uh, you know, when I first, when I first thought about it, I was like, oh, this would be a fun movie. And then when I thought it. And I start thinking deeper. It's like, man, I really want to be able to like send a message in this movie and be able to touch people and create something. And I just started like creating, creating, creating characters and worlds and perspectives and what would he see and how would he talk and you know what were the things that he would say yes to and no or what are the what are his do's and don'ts and yeah, who are yeah, his yeah. friends and yeah, like, yeah. and then when you start looking at it and you start looking at you know his world through his eyes, you yeah, know, he see and and. You know, and then I start opening my eyes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean, and start seeing the people that are around me. That's a diverse world. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's not a world that sees an age or a genre or a color or a sex. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Or a discipline or a religion or a practice or whatever. It's just like we're all people and we all want to laugh. We all want to listen to good yeah, music. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all want to like play sports eat good food. and be entertained yeah. and eat and like celebrate each other and learn each other. Hmm. And so when I start really thinking about Black Santa, I start thinking about you know what is the cultural relevance what yeah, is, yeah, how, yeah what is what is the way that we can culturally solve people's perspective and change you know my kids and their friends yep. who are like two one and two years old how do we change their perception on race so yeah. they don't you know what i mean yeah. so we can actually so they can be the ones to teach us 
you know how to erase racism yeah you know what i mean yeah and yeah how yeah to include and, yeah. And, and how to appreciate so it's not just about black santa but it's about him and shoot all these man. diverse characters yeah that's a him. lot you know i was like dang this is like i'm like having a, a, a <laughs> spiritual experience right now uh-huh. like this is like this I'm, what is happening right here no that's cool so well, it's, it's so much bigger than just like like because i wear this and mm-hmm. people come up to me all the time like bro what is that like yeah. they always they're people are always fascinated yeah. especially when i'm wearing it they're like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. why are you why, what are you doing and i'm like oh no it's just dope it's black sand what do you know yeah, about it yeah. yeah yeah so dude, that's, we wanted to bring you know some and then take it from a business perspective like we wanted to challenge you know status quo we wanted to disrupt christmas break up the way that you know hollywood or people are presenting these stories and say hey man like this is this is the coolest version of, a, yep, of, yep, yep. of Santa that you'll ever get and yeah. start to change people's mind yeah. and then also like diving into other other holidays and yeah, other yeah. holiday characters and so for me it makes the world fun because one I get to relate to my kids but I get to relate to people like you yeah anyone you know I mean? yeah I get to relate to you know and, and even older people who have been collecting black Santa figurines for the longest it's like yeah now yeah. there's a story and yep. now there's a person and, and someone concrete that we can actually all share and build around. Yeah, that's that's so funny. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like a, it it's it's a movement. Black yeah. Santa is a movement. It's not just yeah. a, like a parallel brand. It's a no, movement. It's I got movement. it. I got yeah. it. So so, what are you most excited right now about what you got working on? You got the Black Santa. You got the TV shows. Uh, is there anything in particular? Like, what's the big challenge for you now? You know, post basketball, uh-huh. um, that that you're excited about is like your new ch- your new yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I would say uh, always Black Santa because it's okay. a huge undertaking. It's a, it, it, it's a big IP. It's a big business. And for me, as an athlete transitioning into being an entrepreneur is really like finding the disciplines that work from sports and making that translate mm. but then finding the other disciplines from business yeah. and the necessities and the tools that you need and the people you need yeah, yeah, yeah. to make it work. You yeah. know what I mean? And so 100%. that's always a challenge whether you play basketball for 20 years or been in business for 20 years. You know, um, starting your own company is definitely a big undertaking, but, you know, we're definitely pointed in the right direction. So I think, you know, I'm most excited about Black Santa because the holidays are coming. Yeah. And then uh, just also excited about, like, all the projects that we're doing. the George Gerving documentary. Yeah, I heard there's some cool going. projects. Chris was yeah. telling me, he was telling me, like, bro, ask yeah. him. He's got, like, he's got projects for yeah. days right now. The shows. Project with yeah, Chris yeah. Brew. Okay, and, okay. And, uh, and those guys, uh, you know, just kind of, like, really, I, we really want to change the way or we really want to add to the culture and make things for the culture. And, yeah. you know, what young people and, and people like us, you yep, know, yep. In, in this millennial or above millennial culture want to see. Yeah, I love it. So I love something you just said, because um, that's something that I do a lot of, of translating um, the lessons that you learn from sports into your life mm-hmm. that carry over. So like here, it's like a bunch of life lessons of what you take away, what you learn, the hard work. I used to go to Little League games with my dad. Believe it or not, we had uh, baseball in Alaska. Mm-hmm. It was like on the snow and the dirt. It was that's awful. Crazy. And we'd watch the games like this, and we'd feel like this, and we'd, it wasn't like who hit the home run or who, ma- who made the great play. It was like, what did the guy do after he struck out? Yeah. Like, what did um, he do after he bobbled the ball? Did he blame the umpire, mm-hmm. slam his helmet? And, and, and we could see if that person was going to be a winner, not just in the game, because this is yeah, fleeting and it's temporary, sure. and it's meant to teach us something bigger. For sure. And so for the thing that I preach and that I'm big on is uh, attitude is everything. Like, you can't control what happens to you, mm-hmm. but you can always control how you respond in every yeah. situation. You know, um, we need the uh, we need the ball out uh, brands oh, for yeah, all the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, out. this would have been a good plug. Yeah. Shout out, ball 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 out, ball
Body wash deodorant. <laughs> Coming soon. Coming soon. You'll see. Um, but what if you're gonna do one lesson from sports to carry over to business for you? Um, what would that? I feel like I I know what it's gonna be. But what uh, what would that be that you've taken away from the game of basketball and now you're playing it to like all the business ventures that you're doing? What do you think it is? Oh well, just because of what you just said. Uh-huh. You said uh, surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah. So at a team, point guard, point yeah. guard. You got to make sure you can yell at one guy. You got to talk timid around yeah. another guy. You have to know how to relate to different Absolutely. people. And um, and I see just meeting some of your team today that, geez, um, what is it? NASCAR Speed Raceway around here? Yeah. <laughs> Putting the right people in place that knowing, hey, here's where I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. If you give me a basketball and a mic and some kids, like that's, but I'm not going to do the the uh, accounting paperwork and right, all right. stuff. So I just thought you were going to go yeah, there. Absolutely. But I don't know. No, no, <laughs> You're no, like, good. Yeah, that's that, where I was going. That's where I was going. <laughs> I, 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 was, I, I would say, for me, what made me whatever player people think I am or was or whatnot, or how I'm fulfilled, how I was fulfilled as a player was I did the research. Mm. And so even if I didn't know how, or, or I never saw someone, like yeah. I knew them. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And so in business, do the research, you know what I mean? Get the education. Because no matter what, it may not be that one particular thing that you're set on. But if you have the information, you do the research, you do the education, then you're an expert yeah. in that. Yeah. And so it's, it's not the first one. It's not the, it's just like playing basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not the first game, second game. But once you get in that rhythm, you know what I mean? Or by your third season, after your rookie and second year, you're starting to figure it out. And then by season seven, you yeah. know what I mean? You're an all-star. And yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. just... That but, challenge but, of Yeah, but if you pour it. into that research, you pour into that education and know know what it is you're getting into and become yeah. an expert into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you can bring your expertise and your creativity yeah. to that. You yeah. know? And, and then all the right people will surround you at that point. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it'll be easy to find a team because you have something to offer. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So I would say that that would be kind of like what I would impart as far as basketball and business is, you know, fill yourself with the information, be an expert, you know, in what, in what you're doing and, w- and what you're talking about. You're good at this, bro. You've done yeah. this before. You've done this before. No, I love, I love that. Uh, it's like a fun challenge to me. Like I always like defense and most people I feel like don't, but like, it was like how in the research sense of how do I stop this guy? But I want to stop him and have him not know how I'm beating him so that he can't make that correction you know, like uh, everyone yeah. could push someone left yeah. and make it very obvious, but yeah. I want you—I'm going to push you left without you knowing that, that you're going left. And that was always like the fun challenge to me. And I feel like that's part of like doing the background, finding yeah. your thing. So when you can come, you can be undeniably great. Absolutely. And then you always have a spot. Right. And, and you're always well, going there. Well, allows defense allows you more possessions. The yeah. The more stops you get, you know what I mean. The more opportunities you have to score. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. The more turnovers you force, the more opportunities you have to score, blocks, yeah. et cetera. Et cetera. Yeah, yeah. That's why they say you know defense wins championships because if you, the name of the game is scoring. If you yeah. can stop somebody from scoring, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You win the game if you all you have to do is score at that. Yeah, point, yeah. No, I love it. Um, two things because it's getting hot. And you got to get out of here. Um, what was I gonna? Oh, I remember when I was I went to school in San Diego and one of my teammates came up to me one day. He had a video. It was Steve Nash. 
and mm. you, I'm pretty sure, on skates yeah, down yeah, at Venice yeah, Beach. Yeah. And it was hilarious. I don't remember exactly like what was going on. What, was, what, what, what was the deal was with that one? It was like a stepbrother spoof. So oh, okay, okay. Steve Nash and I. Greatest movie of all time. Yeah, we wanted to just get together at that point, you know, as two stars in the NBA mm -hmm. and start, you know, just showing that, like, we got personality outside yeah, 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 yeah. playing basketball and be serious being serious and politically correct yeah, and yeah, so yeah, inspirational yeah. like yeah, yeah. we want to be silly too and I think that you know it's just the internet and digital media gave us a platform to really like showcase like yeah, yeah. Can write, produce our yeah. stuff and, well made people be like oh these dudes are funny fans. these dudes yeah, are funny yeah. and so the fans start to see a different perspective and I really think it starts to open up just like a lot of athletes showing who they are in videos and things and now like they're taking it to a whole nother level yeah you know? Yeah, it's a whole brand. That's so funny. Those vitamin uh, spots that he did, yeah. where he's like being like all into himself and Zoolander or whatever. Yeah. Those were comedy. Those are hilarious. Yeah, those yeah. were good. Last question, then we're getting out of here. Um, if you were going to go back to yourself, let's say 10, 12-year-old, 14-year-old Baron, and give yourself one piece of advice, because a lot of this is kids, a lot of this uh, viewed by kids a lot, so that's why I'm targeting that. But if you were going to go back and talk to like the younger version of you and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that thing be? Um, I should have prepped you beforehand. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, you're, no, you're really no, no, having no, to wing it today. I like it. No, though. that's a good one. I would say if I was talking to the four, I would, if I was talking to the 14 year old me, I would say, you know what? Like, just keep doing it. Just keep hooping. Yeah. Stay focused. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't add too many people. Yeah. You don't need Small a lot circle. of people. Yeah. You don't yeah. need a lot of people. You don't really need anybody but yourself. Yeah. So that's what I would say to a 14 year old kid. Hmm. You know, you don't need your mama you don't need your daddy you yeah. know what i mean you don't yeah. need your sisters and brothers yeah you need yourself you need to believe in you and you need to trust you and you need to confide in yourself you know what i mean because you know it's right from wrong you know what i mean yeah and yeah you know those decisions that you need to make and you know who to let in you have a gut and an instinct and a lot of times you have a lot of good people around you to help encourage yeah. that but it's ultimately comes down to you so Life is a lonely journey. 14-year-old Baron Davis, stick to yourself, believe, to, believe in yourself, and keep a small, 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 small circle. Bro, I love it, man. I appreciate you coming out. I really, uh, right. I'm really excited to see the things you're doing now after basketball yeah. and how you're helping people and telling stories. Man, and I, uh, I didn't know about this, so shout out Black Santa. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for Black us to Santa do a Santa. show, man. Yeah, let's get it going. The collaboration. We'll it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. The Black Santa Jesse yeah, collaboration. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Perfect. That's just what yeah, Black Santa yeah, needs. Yeah. The white Alaskan white boy. No, he needs the, he need the, uh, the Alaskan elf. Yeah. <laughs> Did you put me in the elf box the, right now? The, you see the, how we do me every day? I'm the elf now. I'll take it. Shoot.